0: Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, One of the barriers to doing evangelism by many of the people of God is the problem that many times people don't know exactly what to say. They're not quite sure how to go about presenting the gospel to others. And oftentimes, if they have learned a particular plan to present the gospel, they find that it doesn't seem to be satisfactory, at least in every case. It might work in some cases, and when I say work, I mean in terms of, of getting a hearing for the gospel. I'm not talking about the results that it produces. And that's why it's very helpful to see what the Bible tells us about this matter of, of the message of evangelism, the message of the gospel, or how we are to present to a lost person the gospel of Jesus Christ. Many of the plans that we are offered are oftentimes, um, what should I say, humanly devised plans that are then filled in with scriptures drawn from a number of different passages. So you need to tell them this, and here's a here's a verse that'll explain that'll talk about that, and you need to tell them that, and here's a verse that'll talk about that. And I'm not opposed to that. I. I I think anything that we have that will get us going, get us over the obstacle of what do I say, what do I say, what do I say, is got to be very helpful. So I'm not debunking any of these. I'm just saying we want to do the most uh, script. We want to use the most scripturally based way to present the gospel that we can. And for that, we have to look in Scripture. And we have one of those places in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the very place that we are studying right now. And you'll know that if you've been present for the Beacon broadcast over the last several days. So we are continuing in that vein on this Friday, January 6, 2023. I'm glad you're aboard, and I'm thankful for those who help us with the financial load. Well, you remember, in verse 20, Paul tells us what he was commissioned to be, namely an ambassador, one who represents a monarch to foreign a foreign country, and in verse 21, actually the last phrase of verse 20 and then the rest of verse 21, he tells us the message that the monarch, who is Jesus Christ, has delivered to him to deliver to others. That's what ambassador does. An ambassador doesn't innovate his own ideas about what he thinks the people need to hear, but he is commissioned to communicate what his sovereign tells him to communicate. He has a, an authorized message to deliver. And Paul tells us what his authorized message as an ambassador is, and this therefore becomes a very useful passage to think through the essential elements of presenting the gospel to someone else. This is the message that an ambassador has been given to deliver to others. Paul was an ambassador. He delivered this message. We are ambassadors. We should deliver this message, or at least something very similar to it. So let's look at it again. Verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, and here is what we implore you. Here's the words, here's the message that we implore people with. Be ye reconciled to God, for He made Him to be sin, or rather, for He made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. There's the message. Now, can we work through that? It's not long, but it requires explanation. It requires elaboration. But we can take this text, and we can look at it, we can say, okay, I can explain this. Let me explain to you what the gospel is. It is a message of reconciliation. We must be reconciled to God. Now, why is that necessary? And of course, that then gives us an opportunity to talk about our sinfulness, our violation of God's law, our affront to a holy God, the enormity of our sin, because of the majesty, the greatness of the one whom we have sinned against. People often do not feel the enormity of their sin, because we tend to judge our sins based upon human factors, one of which is often to compare ourselves with others, and When we're doing that, we almost always want to compare ourselves with people that we know or at least appear to be worse than we are. So I'm glad I'm not like the self-righteous Pharisee who was at the temple with the publican. and The Pharisee was patting himself on the back. He was lifting his eyes to God and saying, I thank you, God, that I'm not like this publican. I tithe of everything that I possess, and I do this, and I do that, and starts touting his good deeds as his standing before God. And that's what most people do. That's, that's sort of the instinctive posture, the instinctive mindset of most people when we start talking about their relationship with God. I've done more good things than bad things, and so my sins are not that significant because I'm a good person, I pay my taxes, I pay my bills, I haven't murdered anybody, (laughs) I, I try to help my neighbor, and so forth and so on. Here we go. But the Bible says that we need to be reconciled to God and these things won't do it. You can't pay for your sins with good deeds. You can never, never balance the scales by putting more good deeds on one side than the bad deeds on the other side. It doesn't work that way. This barrier that requires reconciliation has to be removed. The barrier is our sin against God, and as long as that sin has has been committed— and is not removed, then we still need to be reconciled to God. We're estranged from Him, alienated from Him. <clears throat> and our good deeds do not remove our bad deeds. They don't outweigh them. They don't remove the barrier. We have to be reconciled to God. So we can we can explain that to people. Reconciliation. It also is helpful to re- explain to people that God must take the initiative, and he has, thank goodness, for he, verse 21, made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. God did that. God took the initiative because if he didn't, we'd be in trouble. So we talked about that yesterday. We move on. The third word is Savior, and that's Christ, and then that gives us an opportunity to talk about who Christ is and even what the word Christ means. What is Christ, Messiah? Messiah. Or savior. Well, what's his role in all of this? I thought it was me and God. I thought it was my performance. I thought it was my doing the right things. I thought it was my religious deeds. I thought it was my good deeds toward others. My my um, living like a good neighbor, and so forth. What what's this savior business? Well, the Savior business is that we needed someone else to take away our sin. Otherwise, the sin barrier remains. It has to be removed, and it can only be removed by one who is qualified and able and willing to do it by bearing the judgment that is due unto us upon himself, taking our place, being our substitute, taking upon him the righteous judgment of God that our sins deserve, and then when he has done that, which he did upon the cross, and we enter into the work that he has done by our faith in him, then his judgment becomes our judgment, and he bore it, and his righteousness becomes our righteousness. He imputes that, he credits us with that, and then we can be reconciled to God. So there must be a Savior. We can also talk about sinlessness, and that isn't ours, that's his. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? I have read polls that say that a huge number of people who call themselves evangelical Christians. I'm beginning to think that nobody even really understands what that word means, what it used to mean, what it historically meant. People don't understand that anymore, but most people understand that an evangelical Christian is something like a conservative Christian, a Bible-believing Christian, a Christian that believes in, in Christ and in salvation, not one of these liberal Christians that have gone off the deep end. So more on the conservative spectrum of Christianity, and people self-identify themselves for the poll as an evangelical, so it's whatever they think. The, The person that's being questioned, whatever he thinks an evangelical is, and if he identifies himself as one, then he qualifies to be included in the poll as they are polling evangelicals, and these polls have indicated that an amazingly high percentage of self-identified evangelicals do not believe that Jesus was sinless. I don't remember now. I've read these statistics. I don't remember now, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 50% or so, half. Now, folks, it's that's makes it obvious that most evangelicals do not understand the gospel. Most evangelicals don't have a clue about the gospel. If Jesus isn't sinless, then he can't bear the judgment for our sins. He, like us, is a sinner who must bear the judgment for his own sins. And therefore, there is no Savior, there is no substitute, there is no cleansing, there is no justification, there is no way of reconciliation to God, there's no one to remove the sin barrier because it takes a sinless one to do that. A perfect sacrifice is required in order to deal with our sins, and where are we going to find a perfect sacrifice? But Christ Personally, himself, unacquainted with sin, never sinned, became the sacrifice in the place of sinners. And that's what this text is telling us. This is the message that ambassadors for Christ are to deliver to others. For God made Christ who knew no sin, he was sinless, he was perfect. He was the spotless Lamb of God. And if we don't understand that, we don't understand the gospel. And therefore, we can't possibly be saved. What are we trusting in if we're not trusting in a sinless Christ? What are we trusting in if we're not trusting in the message of the gospel? So go through this and explain it to people. This is a way to evangelize others. Well, we'll have to take it up again, Lord willing, on Monday. I hope you can join me then. Until then, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace.